Good morning, or good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Hello, Empowered Empaths. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, welcome to today's episode, which I'm going to call How to Not Take It Personally. It, you can put anything in for that. It can be anything. You can, how to t- not take what somebody said personally, what somebody did personally. We've all read those articles that say, just don't take it personally and you're going to feel so much more at peace. You're going to feel so much more authentically yourself. You're going to show up so much more authentically yourself if you just don't take um, things personally. And that's totally true, at least in my opinion. And for the longest time, I sort of spun, I, I just like took that advice and was like, okay, I like would grit my teeth and be like, okay, don't take it personally. It's like somebody would say something and it would hurt my feelings. And I, I would have that thought in the back of my mind. Oh, you're not supposed to take it personally. Doesn't that make sense to you, Jessica? But my body didn't know for a really long time how to just digest that. So I'm going to offer a way of thinking about it that um, I invite you to try on, as always, take it or compost it if it doesn't work for you. But just give it a listen and see if um, this if this way of looking at it doesn't work for you. Perhaps um, this will inspire you, um, inspire a new way of looking at it to come forth through you, okay? So here's what I do, and I practice this all of the time. And what you can um, notice, like pro tip, is you know, like when you're in the midst of practicing something, when your feelings are hurt, and it, like I call it butt hurt, like when you're feeling butt hurt, you don't know how to get out of it. Like that's where the rubber meets the road, right? That's where all of these tools and practices, like um, that's that's the that's the work, right? That's when we show up for ourselves and we do the work or the play. Here's the thing. Here's the the pro tip. You know how far you've gotten, not by if you meet up against new challenges, because you will always meet new challenges, no matter what quote level you're at, right? We never want to stop meeting new challenges. That's how we grow. And even if you wanted to stop meeting new challenges, I'm sorry, but it's just not going to happen. So that's not the way to measure how far you've come, right? The way to measure, or one way that I measure how far I've come, and you're totally welcome to borrow this, I I hope that you do, is when you meet the same or very similar situation with the same or very similar like um, person, energetically similar person, and your knee-jerk reaction your automatic default is a step higher. Um, let me try to say that in a way that's a little more simple. Like, so for example, if I for 20 years have um, yelled, I'm trying to, I'm just, I'm like trying to make up an example. Let's just say for 20 years, I've yelled at my husband whenever he does one particular thing. Let's make it something ridiculous just to have a little, let's say, let's say, let's say my husband chooses to wear two different colored socks, one blue and one red, and he's done it for 20 years. This is not true. I'm just playing around. And 
And every time I see him put on those two different color socks, it irritates the fuck out of me. And I, and I say, why can't you just wear only blue or only red? This irritates me. And for 20 years, and he never changes. And for 20 years, I always say the same thing and I always get irritated. Okay. But say I start doing my work and every time he puts on one blue sock and one, one red sock, I start practicing all my feeling alchemy. I start practicing, um, understanding like what is his and what is mine? Like what is his responsibility? What is my responsibility? And I start letting go of things. Right. And I just start letting him kind of have his own experience of life. And I, and I practice that because when I'm letting quote, letting someone have their own experience of life, nothing is actually happening except I am changing my own internal experience, right? I'm doing emotional alchemy. I'm sitting with the uncomfortable feeling. I'm, I'm letting the uncomfortable feeling move through me without the story, which means I'm going to stop looping that feeling because I'm no longer feeding the story of it. Now I can tell how far I've come. If let's say in a month, I don't know, who knows? It could be in a day, it could be in a year, but let's just say it's a month of straight up practice. Every single day I see him put on those socks and I practice my emotional alchemy. All of a sudden one day I see him put on a pair of red socks and blue socks and it doesn't irritate the fuck out of me. That's the measurement that shows me that reflects back to me all of the hard work I've put in. That's my reward. My reward is it doesn't bother me anymore, which is what I wanted the whole time. So there you go. That's how you can measure this when you are practicing not taking things personally. If there is a particular person that you usually take things personally from, do your emotional alchemy practice with that when you're around that person practice your boundaries, do this over and over again, and then watch how your knee-jerk reaction to that person and the things that they do changes. Watch how your baseline changes. That's how you measure your progress of growth. And you've got, okay, PS, you have to do this for yourself. You cannot wait for them to quote, notice that you've changed. It's like, no, this is not about them, right? This is about you and your peace and your happiness and your thriving fulfillment of your one life. You're not changing anything for anybody else. You are changing for yourself. So if you are changing for yourself, the person who has to measure your progress is you. It's not your husband. It's not the other person. It's you. And, and I know this sounds a little bit harsh, but truly no one else is going to notice this and hold this bar for you, but you like, it is your responsibility to, um, to download pride and really feel pride in yourself when you have noticed yourself grow. R really, you guys, we are our, once we become adults, it is our responsibility to parent ourselves. If we want to keep growing, we're the ones that have to be our own cheerleaders and be, you know, if, if you have kids, you know what it's like where your kid is like so proud of a drawing that they just made and they come up to you, they toddle up to you and they go, mama or daddy, check this out. What if you just pushed it away and was like, uh, I'm not going to look at that. Oh no, I, I, I can't, I can't look at that. I can't feel the emotion of pride. 
that kid would be like crestfallen, right? Same thing with the part of you that is doing all of the work to jump up to that next level. You have to be the one to meet you and say, fuck yeah, Jess, you're doing amazing. You're doing amazing. Obviously fill in the blank with, fill in my name with your name. And here's the thing, you guys, it's going to feel corny and you just got to let it. Everything corny, it's just, honestly, I kind of, I feel like that's like one way that, I don't know, this sounds kind of conspiracy, but it's like one thing way that like they, whatever the, the external narrative is out there that says, oh, that's corny. That's stupid. Don't do it. It's like, that's just keeping us down. I don't believe in that. Don't believe in that. I'm not going to follow that rule. Like I tell my kids, I don't believe in all of the laws. And when you get older, I'll let you know which ones. Um, um, you know, anyway, not like all of them, but the ones that I feel are appropriate to talk about once they get a little older. Okay. So moving on, here's the thing that I want you to try on. Are you ready? Here's the, 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 um, interpretation. Here we go. Every single human, every single person is their own unique nutrient. Just like a snowflake, just like a thumbprint, everyone is their own unique nutrient. Now, nutrients also have cofactors. I learned this when I worked at a supplement company. There's cofactors, right? Like two different, um, I don't know if you would call it nutrients with supplements, but I'll just call it nutrients here. Two different nutrients who are very different, but they help each other to be more efficiently absorbed by the body right? Like, so like everybody is its own unique nutrient and the nutrients run together. Nutrients help each other out. Um, they band together. Some nutrients work better in, um, um, contrast with, with another, some nutrients work better, uh, more same, same, right? So, okay, let's break this down a little bit. Let's say that I am a tomato and not just like a tomato you'd get at like a random grocery store. Like I am a homegrown tomato, homegrown in a summer that was like really hot. So I'm like super duper red and I am so juicy. Okay. Now I love homegrown tomatoes. So do my kids. Homegrown tomatoes are the the best, especially when you get to like taste a homegrown tomato next to like a store-bought tomato. Like the flavor comparison is mind-blowing. Now, it doesn't matter if I am homegrown, the most juiciest, most, most flavorful tomato in the entire world. If you don't like tomatoes, you're not going to like me. Now, is anything wrong here? No. You know that saying where somebody goes, where like, like, like in a movie or something, where like, um, let, let, let's say somebody doesn't want to be friends with me. And then like my best friend or my partner goes, oh, well, it's their loss. Don't worry about it. Just brush it off. It's their loss. You guys. That's not true. I get what it's saying. It's saying, hey, brush it off. Don't take it personally. But here's the thing. It's not their loss. 
if they don't like tomatoes, they just don't like tomatoes. It's not my, it's nobody's loss. There's no, nothing has gone wrong here. Right? I don't like that saying because it makes it sound like the other person is in the wrong. When they're just choosing from their own discernment, what they know is best for them and their nutrient profile. So a tomato also is in a category of food called nightshade, right? Oh my God. <gasps> I'm like, I'm, you guys, I'm like 99.9% positive that it's a nightshade. And I feel like because I'm talking into a microphone now and I'm going to publish this for all the world to hear, now I'm getting really nervous that it's not a nightshade, but I'm pretty sure it's a nightshade. Um, now look, if, if somebody is allergic to nightshades and they go to eat me, <laughs> this juicy homegrown tomato, and I actually like damage like their intestinal lining, like, is that my bad? Is that their bad? It's, it's, it's not anybody's bad. It's just like, okay, next time don't eat the tomato. So then let's say I meet that person the next time. If they say, no, thanks, I'm not, I don't like tomatoes or I can't eat tomatoes. Like that's on me to practice. It's like, this is an example of not taking it personally. Okay. Let's bring this down to earth a little bit. Let's bring this to human beings. Let's get out of the tomato world for a second. So I have noticed that when I, like, I love humans, right? I I used to like pride myself. This actually could be a hangover of people pleasing. I'm pretty sure. But I used to pride myself in feeling like I could get along with literally any human. But the older that I get and the more that I just practice all of these concepts that I coach people on and I, I practice my own life and I model and I teach and teach my children, the more I realize like, oh, I actually don't want to get along with every single person. And like, that's more than okay. You know? Um, so some people are like, like, I'm like a nightshade to some people who literally cannot tolerate nightshades. Right. And other people are like peanut butter to me when I like literally need an EpiPen if a peanut butter were to come past my nose, which actually is not true. I have peanut butter every day. I love peanut butter, but you get what I'm saying, right? It doesn't mean that I'm wrong for being allergic to peanut butter. It doesn't mean that they're wrong for being peanut butter. It just means we don't go together, right? Okay. So I could be, again, going back to the food analogy, like I could be the juiciest tomato, the most homegrown tomato in the whole world, or I could be freshly ground up peanut butter and I still will not be for everybody and I'm not meant to be for everybody. So just remember this next time you are out there and let's say like, you know, this holiday season, like you are like with, maybe you're with your family that you've known forever, or you're meeting new people that are coming into your family unit, or you're just out at a holiday party and you meet somebody and you're like, huh, in your mind, you're talking to them. You know, you guys are standing by the snacks table and it just doesn't feel like it's energetically clicking between the two of you. 
instead of trying to contort yourself to be the shape that you think they want you to be, just realize that you are the juiciest homegrown tomato and they do not seem to prefer tomatoes. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe they're a juicy tomato and you're not into tomatoes right now. And then practice letting that truth just land in your energy field and just breathe and let your nervous system receive that and be okay with that and go, all right, we're just not for each other. That's cool. I'll politely excuse myself and check out talking to somebody else. You see how easy that is? You don't need to contort yourself for anybody else. Nobody else needs to contort themselves for you. You guys get to meet, energetically try each other on and be like, oh, all right, we're not a fit. Moving on. That's it. And it doesn't have to be taken personally. Um, another one I wanted to, to, to share kind of along these sort of similar lines. All right. You know that saying where <clears throat> people say, I've said this to people um, in recent years, like actually like one of my dearest friends, uh, she now knows. What did she say to me recently? She's like, yeah, they're just, you should meet them. Um, you guys are so similar. And then she caught herself and she's like, oh, that means you probably won't like them <laughs> because I've told her this. I'm like, I'm like, Sam, I've noticed this pattern over and over and over throughout my entire life. Anytime somebody tells me, Jess, you should totally meet this person. You would love them. You guys are so similar. I almost, it's like 98% of the time I end up fucking hating them. <laughs> And I'm just, I used to think something was wrong with me, like for, for fucking years. And then I realized, oh my God, we just take up a very similar puzzle piece. We're like a very similar nutrient. It's almost like, like when you're making soup and you put in too much salt, it's like we're both the puzzle piece of salt and too much of us together is like too much. And they usually have a similar vibe too. It's like, ah, too much. So if that, if that happens, like this, it's fine. Like, don't even worry about it again. Just think of yourself as a nutrient. And when you notice yourself vibing in certain places and not vibing in other places, it's like, huh, I get to kind of, kind of explore here if, and if I want to, right, then you can kind of first download that like we did earlier, like just let your nervous system be okay with it either way. And then it, it's kind of fun sometimes to sort of intellectualize it and be like, oh, what is it that my nutrient brings to the table? That's different, you know, or this or similar and play around with it. Just it's because it, you, you are your own chef's salad. You are your own creation. So it's really fun to just get to know this amazing fully unique nutrient that is that is you and then when you walk into any party or you walk up to thanksgiving dinner knowing like this is my nutrient i'm you don't even have to intellectualize it just feeling somatically in your body this is me this is my nutrient and i trust that my body will speak to me when i've had too much of somebody else's nutrient my body will speak to me when it wants more more 
of somebody else's nutrient, not like in a vampirish way, but like an invitation way, right? You go sit next to them and, you know, see if they want to engage with you, right? But it's just like food, you guys, like we all stop eating food at some point. Our body says, okay, now I'm full. Now let's stop. And then we practice the skill of stopping the same thing. Um, okay. That's all I wanted to say today. Um, I just wanted to give this to y'all knowing that we are all going into this holiday season where there's parties and families and all kinds of things. And sometimes it can be hard not to take things personally, but if you rearrange the way that you're thinking about it, it can actually be a completely like enlightening experience and, and not a big deal and a really fun way to practice your emotional alchemy. So that's it. That's all for today. Um, I'm still offering those free 30 minute perspective shift sessions. I, I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to continue to offer these. So if you want to, I would love for you to rate and review this podcast. Um, so this is the end of the year 2023. Whenever you're listening to this, if you're listening to it now in real time, dude, you have access to a free 30 minute perspective shift coaching session. If you rate and review this podcast, um, as my thank you gift to you. Um, and then normal ways, normal, the like constant ways of my two offers ways to work together. Um, are a timeline jumping session where we anchor in a new consciousness shift for you to then go out and practice in the quote real world. And it's so cool because when you do this, when you anchor in a new consciousness shift for yourself and you practice it out in the real world, like it, it creates density around that new consciousness or that new identity. You get to reach into that particular identity for the next available thought that would be helpful in any particular challenging situation. Um, and it's just, it's just a really simple yet profound way to practice stepping into a new version of yourself. Um, and then if you want to do some, uh, um, deeper, longer term work together, um, I have a six week coaching journey, one-to-one coaching journey. We do two timeline jumps in there. Um, and, um, I give you, if you're someone who really wants to like download your consciousness shift every single day, I will give you, um, curated meditations that you can use every day. Um, and then also we communicate on a free voice messaging app for throughout the six weeks. And I am in the middle of creating a toolkit. I'm calling it the Empowered Empath Toolkit. And it's going to be a, um, a link to a website where you can go when you are in this coaching container. And it's going to have three sections. Um, one about emotional alchemy. One about um, using your mind, driving your mind and your thinking. And then one about boundaries. And within each of those sections, I'm going to be putting videos in there and it'll be like your toolkit that like you can put, draw on those concepts at any time that you need a refresher. So you won't just have them, us chatting about them in our sessions, but you like literally will get to refresh and update yourself, um, 
with these videos as you go forward. So I'm super excited about that. That is coming soon. So, um, and then follow me on Instagram. My handle is the dot empowered dot empath dot coach. And then my website is jessbushnell.com and I will link everything below. So thanks for listening. Um, have an amazing gratitude day, not just on the typical Thanksgiving day, but every day. As corny as that sounds, I don't fucking care if it sounds corny. I wish you an amazing gratitude day every day, even if it's going up to your sink and saying, I'm so grateful that I have clean running water and then feeling that gratitude. It is, it is truly a game changer when we weave that into our daily practice. Um, Oh wait, can I just add one more thing? There's somebody on Instagram that I saw who was talking about the gratitude practice and she was saying the same thing. She's like, I always thought it was so corny, but like when I started doing it, it really like opened everything up for me. And I just love how she's like, let me share a few things for you that I've been playing with. She started talking about how there are these creatures in the world that are so tiny and cute and fluffy and furry that she's like, I can't even believe that they even exist. And they're called dogs. And not only do these things called dogs exist, but we can own them and have them in our homes. How amazing is that? And I just was laughing because we have a dog and we, my husband and I look at our dog like every day and we just like, we just, he, he gives us the, the oxytocin vibes, you know, he gives us the feels. He just, he's so cute to us. That's a pro tip. Don't get any animal that isn't cute to you. <laughs> whatever, whatever looks cute to you, that's, that's the one that's going to release the good feeling oxytocin chemicals in your body. All right. That's all for now. That's where I'm going to end it. Love you. And I will see you next week. Mwah, mwah, bye.